Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Can I use reverse osmosis water for fermenting? Asks Shannon D. Shannon, the answer is yes, with a caveat. I'm going to share the details on today's Ask Wardy. Everyone, welcome to Ask Wardy. This is episode 138, and you will find all the links, transcript, notes, and more at askwardy.tv. Look for episode 138. Here is Shannon's question. We just moved and no longer have city water. Yay. Can I use reverse osmosis well water? We also have an iron filter to make water kefir and for my sourdough starter. Or do I need to stick with bottled spring water? Thanks. Shannon. Shannon, thank you for your question and to say thanks for submitting a question that I answer on the air, you're getting a free gift, a free mini e-course. Enjoy it. So can you use reverse osmosis water like this for your fermenting? The answer is yes, with a caveat. So let's get into that now. And here's the caveat. You also need to add minerals. This is because reverse osmosis is arguably the best most powerful way to purify water. And it's really important to purify our water with 2,500 known water contaminants these days. And reverse osmosis is so effective at removing those contaminants, but it can't be smart and so it also removes minerals. And we all know, or if you don't, I'm telling you now, when you're fermenting your water kefir, your kombucha, your sourdough starter, your dilly beans or your carrots, the happy organisms that are doing that fermenting for you they thrive on minerals, they need minerals, and so you have to have minerals in your water. So now you're wondering, well, reverse osmosis filter removes all that, how do you add them back? Couple ways, one is you can add trace mineral drops right back into your water. You would wanna do this if your reverse osmosis filter doesn't remineralize your water. Now our filter that I have right here is Radiant Life's 14 stage at sink purification system. And reverse osmosis is one of the stages to purify the water, but at the end, one of the stages is that with this filter in particular, they add minerals back into the water. And not just any minerals, it's a super high quality coral calcite off the coast of Australia that they add back into this into the water. So my reverse osmosis water here, that's so yummy, hydrating, and refreshing, does have minerals added back. So to summarize, if your reverse osmosis filter doesn't remineralize, and I think most of them don't, you would use trace minerals, drops to add back into your water. If you have Radiant Life system that does remineralize, then you're totally good to go because it's been perfectly remineralized as a later stage in the process. In case you're interested in this Radiant Life 14 stage water purifier, I have a coupon code for you. You can use WARDEE, all caps, W-A-R-D-E-E, at checkout to get $100 off for a limited time. And you can check it out at tradcookschool.com rlwater. Look for the 14 stage purification system. Don't forget to use the coupon code WARDEE to get $100 off. Okay, so what is the best water for fermenting? 
basically it's pure uncontaminated water with minerals. Now the contamination issue, there's 2,500 known water contaminants. So you've got fluoride, chlorine, pathogens, bacteria, you've got nitrates, you've got just endocrine disruptors, just all kinds of bad things in the water. So now more than ever, because of our toxic world that we live in, it's so important to consume and also use pure water for our household things, whether it's watering our plants or feeding our ferments. We do need to use um, clean, uncontaminated water. So if you're on city or well water that has contaminants, um, you can you know, install water filtration systems. On a recent episode of Ask Wardy, episode 134, I shared which whole house water filtration systems we chose and why. I also included options if you're renting, you know, in an apartment or in a place where you can't install permanent systems, you, you'll, you can see options there. If you're on well water that is clean, have at it, you're good to go. In the case of Shannon, they are using, they do have well water, but they're iron filtering and they've got a reverse, reverse osmosis filter. So in her case, she would need to remineralize. Shannon, you need to remineralize if it's not the Radiant Life water purification system. If you do have contaminated water and filtering isn't an option, then you would wanna look at bottled spring water. That's really your best choice um, for your ferments. And if you find that they're not doing well, then you might want to add mineral drops just in case that's it, in case the spring water is lacking. And that advice was for everyone, not just Shannon. If you want more information on fermenting, I have some more resources for you. I have a lacto-fermentation 101 video series you can check out at tradcookschool.com LF101. I also have a free fermenting formulas cheat sheet. It gives you formulas for all kinds of ferments that you can create yourself out of what you have available seasonally and according to your taste. So krauts and pickles and beverages and salsas and relishes and more. And you can get that fermenting formulas cheat sheet at tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet, all one word ferment sheet, and it's completely free. And finally, if you visit the show notes, askwardy.tv, look for episode 138. You can find a link to our fermentation recipes archive, all kinds of ferments that you can enjoy no matter what is in season, lots to enjoy, lots to try there. Thanks again for the question, Shannon, and thank you everyone for joining me for this week's Ask Wardy. Remember, you can get the transcript, links, recording, and more at askwardy.tv for episode 136. I'll see you all again in about a week, same time, same place. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of AskWardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. 
Thanks so much. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.